0: on this week's episode of marketing o'clock
1: google search console has a new idea that site operators will be absolutely content with
0: i'm with the brand we finally get a peek at how much pmax traffic is actually branded search and believe it or not folks
2: 4k characters may be coming to the bird (laughs) all on today's show
1: Welcome, you are listening to Welcome. Marketing O'Clock, just stay tuned, digital marketing news, but let's get specific, digital ads, SEO and analytics, social media and more, you. pretty much everything that'll make your website perform, We're new shows every Friday. every Friday, we give you the news with sass and puns and definitely high tech thank you for tuning in, hey. you. you know what time it is, It's officially Marketing O'Clock, settle in, sit back, keep it locked.
0: Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld,
1: aka Shop.
0: I'm Jess Budd. And I'm
1: Greg Finn. And
0: it is officially Marketing O'Clock, here on Friday, December (laughs) 16th, 2022. The notes are just getting, we need to start over. (laughs) (laughs) This says here on Burr 16th, 2022. (laughs) I'm I'm saying we need to start over the documents, not the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Like why? How does it get this way? You don't know which word it is. The font Honestly, colors mean nothing anymore. It's It'll true. say just when Nicole is on the show. It's we all slow know what we day. need to do. We- slow
1: news day. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain here. All right. <laughs> I figure whatever's in there, if it's November or something, I just cut it out. You know the month. Just for the record, you're giving me a lot of credit every week. I do these prep notes, and I figure that if your name is in there and somebody's swapped out that you can figure that out and mistakenly maybe the biggest mistake i made in 2022 other than everything else is that i thought you could find the source and as we'll find out you can't find the source everything has to be has to be perfect
2: we're in the business of efficiency and if there's a link there's a link
0: why should we <laughs> dig deeper
1: you're, but, but by doing that, you're in the business of making it less efficient on me.
0: I found a source. It's called Digital Information World.
1: <laughs> Don't say that term.
0: D-I-W. Jess, do you have anything to share today? The only
2: thing that I have to share is that I was playing Play-Doh with my son the other day, and it was super fun. We had all the colors out, and we're like, we're going to make food for each other. And I made him a beautiful pizza complete with pepperoni and little, like, bell pepper rings and all these nice things. And I Probably gave a lot
1: of the spicy stuff too, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't like
2: spicy, so we were
1: pretending oh, that they were bell peppers. Everybody knows, Jess.
2: And I was really proud of my pizza. I'm like, here, I made you a pizza. I'm like, what did you make me? And he has this like tutti-frutti ball of all the colors, and he just puts it down. He goes, poison.
1: <laughs> Aw, he knows what you want. I know! I was like, thank you. Sweet. Take me with you, son. <laughs> I was
0: really proud of him. It was good. <laughs> Sounds delicious. I could really go for some Play-Doh right now. <laughs> well, we are a little delirious here because we recorded the clock Clockskers today. It is an excellent episode. Just recapping, really an incredible year. Quite a year. <laughs> Strong words. There were yeah. some shocking revelations. You might be surprised to see who won Greg of the Year during the Year of Greg. I mean... There were some last Way to minute spoil it. No spoilers. There were some last minute changes where we picked a new winner live. It was it's a really great show. It'll be released the last week of the year, so the week before December 30th. But we think it's gonna be a standalone episode because it was a really long show.
1: And we're gonna have a regular episode when everybody else goes dormant during the holidays. We pick it up. We kick it up a notch. What was that guy that kicks up a notch? Is that uh Emerald? To
2: a- I'm gonna kick it up a little bit. <laughs>
1: 11 spinal kick t- it up yeah a yeah bam. bam 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 bam
0: bam
1: bam bam so
0: be on the lookout for all that content coming up at the end of this year okay getting into the news this week from mike ryan at mike ryan retail he tweeted how much of pmax is brand hotly debated it's partially answerable now with insights consumer insights and search term insights so this is something we reported on a while ago but I don't think it was live when Google announced it so I haven't dug into it yet but you have this new report that's going to give you search term insights but it's not like an actual search term report that you might hope to see in your pmax campaign okay back to Mike's tweet he says I'm still refining the approach and building out data this brand so he has an example and it's broken out by like types of product categories so First, it's jackets, and that's 51% of it is branded. Footwear, 29% of it was branded. And then waterproof and rain jackets, 46 of it were branded. So he says this brand saw 43% of PMAX revenue, if you look at the revenue-weighted average, coming from brand. Important note here, you cannot segment this by search or shopping, so it's all one thing because that's what PMAX is.
1: 51% branded for Other jackets.
0: I believe that's over half. It's not surprising at all. And it's about to get worse when he gives you more details.
1: It's debatable, Jess. I don't
0: think so. He says they have a strongly budgeted brand search campaigns. It could be that this is working fine, and 99% of the branded search terms were created by shopping. Still makes a case for applying brand negatives and then creating brand search and brand shopping to properly handle that traffic. The best way to make a decision is to check your data. I've spot checked retailers with weak brands and quite naturally they don't have this problem at all. But if you're a strong brand, you probably will see this. This is not surprising at all. I have clients, um, in B2B SaaS that have PMAX working really well sometimes. And sometimes they're like, why don't we just do like all PMAX or more PMAX like raise the budget all the time. Like, cause it's all of your branded stuff. And then last week. Okay. So let's say it was like this company. And I had all of my campaigns running for jackets. And then we were talking about starting a footwear search campaign. My client sent me a screenshot and they were like, hey, I thought we didn't launch these ads yet. They like looked up footwear. And there was one of their ads, like we had launched a footwear ad, but the final URL was for jackets from my PMAX campaign. Uh, Like so mm. off with intent, so off. And now they're sending me like bad PMAX ads that they're seeing in the wild that they think are probably PMAX from like Discover and stuff. They're like on my side, but just be
1: careful with it. Shep, can I just say, <laughs> there is nobody, honestly, better at B2B Google Ads SaaS than Christine, a.k.a. Shep. Oh, wow. Zernald. Zernald. I We were talking to some people about potential work and I'm like, you know what? Just look at look at her automation. Um report from smx advanced and i sent that over you do a fantastic job and that is PMAX gaslighting you that is not you and i also took a bunch of your campaigns and i sent it to some people at discord because they didn't believe me about broad i'm like no look what shop is doing in these accounts you're just phenomenal
2: wow what did i do to
0: deserve this praise you're just really <laughs> really good, 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 good at what Oscar you do day. Yeah, yeah. a good job wow <laughs> thank you and thank you mike ryan if you're not following him and you're in e-com, Google Ads at all, you're just making a mistake. At Mike Ryan Retail. He should
1: he should be up for a clock, sir. Oh, I
0: have to tune is in it to too find late? out. Okay. What
2: else is happening? I have like news-ish from the bird. I say ish because nothing's official, but Mr. Elon has some plans for letting people go longer on the platform in both video and text. So from social media today... Musk has repeatedly noted his desire to build YouTube-like features into the app, enabling users to post longer video in order to keep viewers viewers from clicking across to another app or consume video content, monetization opportunities, all these things. That's great. They're kind of zigging to the short-form zag, which I love. And there's not a ton of detail on that prospect, but it sounds like when it's released, it'll be a Twitter Blue exclusive. Probably more important or potentially impactful to Twitter as we know it is the long-form text So somebody tweeted they said Elon is it true that Twitter is set to increase characters from 280 to 4,000 and he replied simply with yes. A Twitter designer also shared what it might look like, so it looks like they're actually working on this. And essentially, you get the first, if we're going based off of this mock-up, you get the first 280 characters just like you would in your feed and a show more link after that, which will expand everything to see the full tweet, which I think is ideal if we're not trying to disrupt the feed and just have to infinitely scroll in order to read a really, really long tweet, so I like that. But it's all speculation beyond pretty much that that's all that we know and Andrew Hutchinson noted that it seems like the only way to reduce the massive tweet panel would be to scroll to the bottom I don't understand why that would be the thing he's kind of he's proposing that you could have a character count saying the tweet is this long before you expand it all that stuff seems silly I think you could just have a back button at the top of the longer tweet if you expand it Nobody knows if any of this is real other than the fact that, yes, he, they are very seriously considering and designing for tweets that are longer than 280 characters. What so, about
0: all of the useless knowledge that I've acquired on how to make a tweet shorter? I feel like there's still room for that because if people just
2: want to be long-winded and just like put their diary on Twitter, that's fine, but nobody's going to read all of that. I really don't think so. That's not what people use Twitter for. I think it's nice to have the opportunity to expand if you really do have more to say, but people are narcissistic and I think they're going to overuse this.
1: Here's the thing. I put this in the notes because I thought that this like Twitter is supposed to be the source of truth? No. I don't know what the ha- what is happening. I have no idea. Elon Musk I forget when, but he's like I think that freedom of speech and the truth, whatever, is the most important thing. That's why I'm going to let um at Elon Jet, who tracks his Jet, who tracks me, still exist on this platform. And then it got banned that they were recording. So I I I figured when he said yes, that is being truthful. But who who knows? And I I I'm just so done with it. I just wish he could be I wish he could just Live up to some sort of standard. I don't know. I just, I'm so disheartened by it all.
2: I don't think anybody knows anything. And this is, uh, was saving it later for the lightning round, but probably important to bring up now, review the newsletter platform? Gone. 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 So like, if you respect long form content.
1: And I'm pulling for I I love Twitter. I love Twitter. I love having non-carbon emitting cars. I just wish you couldn't be not a dickhead for a minute. You know,
0: too late for the clock screws Greg next year. Before we get to the next story, I would just like to have a disclaimer that Greg has recorded four podcasts today <laughs> and he said he was going to try to rest his voice.
1: <laughs> All right. Next up in the news, I totally forgot to do it, but thankfully I just follow Barry Schwartz on everything he does. And there's a Google search console content idea that people are seeing. It's an experimental feature in search console. Many people are saying that this looks like the question hub that had been launched before. And it was Nicholas Acker who posted the screenshot on Mastodon. Good luck finding that. Um, and Barry's got it thankfully over on search engine Roundtable. Um, it looks actually very nice where you can hop through. It says experimental. So it does seem like a test and it gives you a, a slew of different ideas and then some sort of like featured topics on the side. So, Um, I love it. I love the fact that Google is going to try to be helpful with different ideas for anybody that runs a website. Um, And it also appears that only selected properties have this. The one thing I will say is that you need to understand who is giving you information. Let's say Google Ads, for example. They're giving you recommendations. If you implement the recommendations, you will go bankrupt and be living under a bridge, right? So like, take this with a grain of salt but also check out HRFs, check out SamRosh, check out other things that actually can help you and are actually trying to make you better. Check those out, not just this.
0: Next up in the news from PPC Dave from our Discord community. Ooh,
1: related to PPC Greg?
0: They must be getting together for the holidays. Probably. All the PPCs. Um, if you want to join us in Discord, community.marketingoclock.com, you can get a lot of great tips like this. So he says, so this happened today. Google is now including Google ad summaries in the search results for logged in clients. The client emailed me concerned about the statement, your ads can show but are limited. Guess why they are limited? You got it. The client had three campaigns that were limited by budget. So Google is now using the search results to further nag them to increase their budgets. Unbelievable. So this is something that we reported on a while ago. It's now giving you almost like um, ad preview diagnosis in the search results, which at first I was like, oh, that's so cool. But when you think about it with your client seeing things this way, and it says limited, not limited by budget, it's like a red flag to them and they don't know what's really happening. So annoying. Now it's time for this week's take of the week.
2: This is a hashtag fire digital marketing. Take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't
1: influence you make the call. All right. This week's take of the week comes from Anthony Higman at Anthony Higman on Twitter. Anthony says, remember when keywords were actually keywords. That was a good time to be alive. Has a screenshot. The term that Anthony's account was bidding on was auto accident lawyer. That's the phrase he's matching. Auto accident lawyer. The fing term is phrase match. All right? Auto accident lawyer. Google matched it to Morgan and Morgan car accident. Now, maybe Morgan and Morgan is a lawyer. Maybe not. And
0: that's got to be such an expensive keyword. That's somebody's <sighs> that's brand. That is so...
1: The, the, You're going to pay everybody, more everybody, because everybody, your ad copy I, doesn't gonna, say that. I'm going to throw this chair. I'm going to throw this <laughs> chair across the room. What
2: in the world is Love happening? It. Love
1: <laughs> it. Keep going. Somebody's looking for a different brand. Morgan and Morgan... Maybe a lawyer, it may not be a lawyer. I get it. What I'll give you, I'll f-ing give you that auto and car is different. I'll give you that. Morgan and Morgan, they're looking for a specific thing, not a lawyer. I, you've seen it. We've run through the keyword report. It's a joke. You're gonna talk about it in a minute.
0: Match types mean nothing
1: anymore. I want somebody in jail. This is not a phrase. You were lying to everybody that uses your stupid platform. Exact match is not exact match. And this isn't even close to a phrase match. Morgan and Morgan doesn't mean lawyer. I don't go up and be like, oh, you know what? I got a DWI. Do you know any DWI Morgan and Morgans out there? What the f is happening? This is my fourth podcast today. I'm losing it. But thank you, Anthony. I feel you. And this is absolute garbage.
2: Now it's time for this week's I See Why Am I. I See Why Am I, people. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you
0: overlooked, but you shouldn't have. Okay, and if you're still here, I Am I, people, from Amy Stamper on LinkedIn this time. <laughs> this is good news, Greg.
1: I'm I'm a positive person. Some people say... Some might say. Some people say I'm one of the biggest supporters of Google, just mm-hmm. for the record.
0: Big this fan. isn't about Google, so you don't need to okay. go there. Just okay. like vocal rest.
2: Vocal
1: rest. Some people back. call me just a very positive person. <laughs> some people.
2: We don't know them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amy says you can finally target Instagram followers as a specific audience within meta ads. Heart star eyes. Heart eyes little small there previously you could only target engagement on instagram which i always thought was odd as you could always target likes on facebook good news for any marketers who want to a target only your ig followers like exciting exclusive news or b exclude your ig followers like if you're running ads with campaigns designed to grow organic following so that is a great tip i never would have known about that so if you want more ig targeting tips follow amy on linkedin listen i know it's the middle of winter we may be nowhere near the beach but we are hanging loose over here just butts in shorts we're listening to the serps up podcast serps up is one of the best new industry podcasts of the year it's brought to you by wix and hosted by their crystal carter and morty oberstein so you know you're getting excellent seo intel Something great about this show is that it's really evergreen, so they do cover news every week in one of the segments, but there's also a segment in the beginning that the episode is named for that dives deep into a specific content that you might want to know more about. So there's an episode on SEO performing, performance SEO, keyword research, really anything you want to know about SEO, there's an episode for that. This is a great time of year if you're not in e com I guess, mm. <laughs> to work. You know, work is slowing down. You can browse their episodes, find a topic. If you want to join the discussion with Crystal and Morty, you can tune in on the Wix SEO learning hub at wix.com SEO learn, or just do what I do. Wherever you're listening to us, type in SERPs up and subscribe. Greg, have you been listening to SERPs up?
1: Yes. hundred percent. The thing that I think is the best about this. You have a good time and you can tell that Morty and Crystal like each other and more importantly, like educating the community. I'm a sucker for that and I'm a sucker for this podcast. We maybe don't dive in as much as SEO as we do on PPC sometimes here, but don't worry. SerpSoaps has got you. Morty, Crystal, thank you. Check it out.
2: Now it's time for this week's pew, pew. lightning round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts. Paid, organic, and social.
0: First up in the paid universe this week from Nicole Farley at nfarley10 on Twitter, trigger warning. Nicole says, anyone else seeing crazy variants in their search terms report? So this is an example where the keyword is stock monitor, and from my point of view, it's stock, like stonks with shut.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: think so. And some close variant matches are phrase match close variant, best free livestock screener, best free stock scanners.
1: But the term is one, one word,
0: one word. Kind of looks stock branded, monitor, yeah.
1: Like your brand, one giant phrase you're trying to target.
0: Livestock has two meanings alone. I I took it as the animal meaning. Yeah, same. Am I not? Am I but could not giving like, them enough credit? It could be live stocks.
2: Either way.
1: Either way, Not the phrase you're deviates, targeting yeah. is stock, yeah. no space, moderate, stock model. And there
0: shouldn't be able to be this many close variants with a phrase match. These are all unique close variants. Sam Kessich also has something to say in Discord. He said, the last 30 to 45 days have been terrible. Competitors, big and small, and about 30% of the time are irrelevant. Showing up for non-competitor terms is really concerning. There is a parenthesis in there that I kind of butchered, but it's...
1: We- so we've understand. seen it in our accounts i've seen yeah i'm like why 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 could this possibly match to this just swapping this out
0: a non-branded term for a brand name just with no regard
1: i i wish i could understand why i
0: think
2: you do understand no why. I, I, it's I, just I, not nice money is why
1: but it's so short term it's such a short term play.
2: Is it though
0: it's been going on for a while?
2: They're yeah, duping well. people.
1: Let me call it my Morgan Morgan and find out how about that.
0: Okay, now we have some news from a real positive guy. His name's Greg Finn <laughs> at Greg Finn on Twitter. <laughs> he spotted a change in discovery ads format in the Google Discovery feed. So they're no, using
1: Google Discover feed. I made it on purpose. It's the stupidest oh, sorry, nomenclature ever. Sorry. You run discovery ads in the Discover feed. I do so say it dumb. wrong every time. Let the record show yeah. it
0: says Discover feed. They're using sponsored as a label instead of ad. And he says mm. biggest tweak logo is now next to the brand. Just like organic content. And Greg is team paid, so he likes it. He says I like it. Yep. That's a positive. So he has an example of the ad here. I feel like this all the Discover ads I feed I see, they're like throwing a lot of headlines and I don't love it. Like doesn't always make sense. But below that i had to catch up on some work last night in bed and my husband happened to look at my computer screen and saw this image and i would just like to know what you're into greg finn clockwork orange this is a person getting like lasik surgery (laughs) it's really disturbing
1: the other thing that that's so funny is we have had these google reps off the record but on the record and they're like you can't put text in your ads and it's like I know what people are doing with your discovery ads. You're putting text in the ads. And look at this ad from Google Fi. There's nothing but text in there. (laughs) And I had to tell them, I'm like, all you do with Waze and Google Fi is put text in your ads. They didn't like that.
0: No text on that eyeball pic speaks for itself. I don't know what that one
1: was. I have bad eyes. I mean, I have glasses, also so probably like, hey, fix your, fix your face.
0: Next up here from Alfred Simon at Alfred Simon on Twitter. He tweeted, hmm, looks like Google found a new way to be more annoying with the notifications. Limited by budget, dot, 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 soon. I've noticed this popping up in my accounts, too. Like, what does it even mean? Like, your budget is about to run out for the day? I thought limited by budget was, like, An evergreen status. Like, your budget is too low to get you through each and every day. Like, pretty soon.
1: That is so...
0: Like, what do you want me to do with this? I I just feel
2: like it's a threat. Like, totally. Soon, (coughs) you're going to be limited by budget. It might be enough today.
1: might be enough tomorrow. But someday. Isn't it binary? Isn't this a binary problem? You're limited by budget or you're not limited by budget. Like... Shut the f up about the limited soon. And it's, All
0: right? It's making it seem like they're talking about just today to me. Yeah. But budgets are like a 30-day billing th- thing. When? Yeah. Your clients are going to get in there and be
1: like, oh, I'm looking at it. It's going to be limited soon. Yeah, mother fucker, It's 6.30. Oh, my God. So. Listen,
2: you just take it back when the rep talks to you. Be like, yeah, I'll apply these recommendations
1: soon. Yeah. Just flip it yeah. back. Yeah, it's going it to be limited soon. It's 4.30 p.m. and we shut off at 5.00. It's supposed to be limited by budget. That's I mean, the whole point of it.
0: Akvila DeFazio has a fabulous article. It is called Q5 Facebook Advertising Tactics to Successfully Wrap Up the New Year. And you can find it on her website, advertise.com. We will also have it in our show notes, dis- show notes, Discord, all the places. Actually, not show notes. You have to subscribe to our newsletter and be in Discord.
1: Community.marketingclock.com. But why wouldn't you? Or marketingclock.com. Slash newsletter
0: so if you're not familiar q5 is december 25th through 31st and she says once the holidays wrap up the advertising landscape will shift back to the pre-holiday version of itself where there was less competition for impression share thus lower costs which can stretch your budget further and she has some great tips for campaigns running during that time she has messaging tips places to find inspiration, and then some great advice. She says, set it up now and relax when it matters. So again, great article. Don't take my word for it. Read it. Another great article from group27.com. These are five year-end Google Ads action items for B2Bs. This is an article written by Pauline Jacober on the Group27 blog. So she talks about confirming budgets for next year, refreshing assets, and much more. This is just a nice little checklist and reminder to take care of these things now and thank yourself and Pauline Peter. Barry Schwartz has an article on Search Engine Land that talks about how UK financial service advertisers now need verification for Microsoft advertising. That's basically what you need to know. If you are advertising financial services in the UK, you'll have to prove that you're either a non-financial services advertiser who may target consumers seeking financial services or government entities such as authorities or regulators under the gov.uk domain. He has more detail in the article if that applies to you. Barry always has fabulous images. I'm really stumped by this one. I think I'm missing something that you guys are going to get right away. <laughs> is this man
1: holding
2: a magic wand? I think it's an ice pick for a lobotomy. I think it's a CEO. What is he
0: doing?
1: I don't know. It might be a it's surface. It's
0: oh, He's pointing. It's a magic wand. He looks like Voldemort. No, it's a don't teacher. Don't name. <laughs> <laughs>
2: pointing what you're supposed to do why is the stick that's like class? so long because it's like being in class don't you remember those large wooden like dowels that teachers use to point at the map
0: i don't I'm i need some young.
1: clarification from barry
0: that is all for paid what's happening in organic
1: all right first up in organic this week from joy hawkins at joyanne hawkins on twitter She says David Hills just posted in our Facebook group that you can now post videos with your reviews on Google. And I'm also seeing this option now on Google maps app. So you can rate, you can share your review, you can add photos and now videos. And also Joy Hawkins has been putting out more videos herself. I just want to say very informative, very inspirational. They've just been a joy to watch so all right and next up in buy stock in screaming frog news from glenn gabe as reported by many but the only one that matters is glenn he says google is testing removing the hashtag number of results returned by the SERPs. so if your site queries for rough indexing numbers could be rendered useless so when you do a search now might not be able to see the number of site queries that also show up so I like the fact that you could use a site colon operator and see how many pages on a site like actually showed up in Google's index for one of those queries, but you're not going to be able to see that anymore. I guess you could manually kind of do the math and see how many pages are in there, but it was a helpful tool. I guess maybe use Bing or something else if you need that. All right. Google has improved a bunch of spam, bot, and content problems that were happening on YouTube. So first up, they improved spam detection on comments. If you recall back in November of 2020 at this point, they got rid of dislikes because they couldn't figure out the spam on dislikes. But now they've removed over 1.1 billion spammy comments in the first six months of 2022. So that's awesome that they can now get rid of those like spammy comments in general still having problems with spam detection on dislikes. And I reached out to, uh, I forget what his name is now, I guess Renee Ritchie, it looks like, um, at YouTube Liaison on Twitter. And I said, hey, have you ever figured out what that problem was with the dislike attacks? If you recall, 2020, November, they got rid of the dislike button. Personally, I have been looking at a lot of soccer videos, U9 soccer coaching, no big deal. And I like seeing things that get poorly voted like i on reddit stuff like that like being able to see what's going to be a good video so i don't have to invest my time in it and so i asked him i said any chance anyone has leads on figuring out a solution to stop all the dislike attacking behavior from last year i was trying to pull for y'all to find a solution and renee richie said what dislike attacking behavior you're still seeing and how were you seeing it oh Not seeing it now. I know that the main reason the dislike count was removed almost a year ago. I've always loved the ability to use community sentiment as a tool in judging the quality of content. Really helps elevate good content. And then we went back and forth. And he said, isn't that what discovery is about? And I said, no, when I'm searching for something, I want to see what's good and what's bad. And then he said... I would just caution against making assumptions as to what those percentages might look like and whether or not people are now enjoying videos that might have skipped because artificially manipulated accounts. So they're still working on artificially manipulated accounts. They're still working on dislike attacks, but at least they've got the comment spam down. Anybody believe that? No. Okay. All right, next up from Christina in Discord she says MailChimp has a new email builder. Most of it's just UI differences, but they did add an AI text generator that can do subject, heading, and subheadings. Note, I say they can and not should. Add a girl. The ones that came up with in my test were pretty hilarious. I don't think email marketers will be out of a job quite yet. So if you're a MailChimp user, you can now check out that AI. A lot of times, though, honestly, it can help you get maybe like 40% of the way there.
2: little like, inspiration yeah. never hurt. Just please don't set it and forget it.
1: Retweet. All right. From Glenn Gay back, Glenn Gay back on Twitter, he says, I know ChatGPT has been trying to keep up with demand. It was down for me earlier, but I just asked it to write two articles about very different topics. I took the first few paragraphs from each and ran it through a writer's AI content detection tool. Yikes. That's not good. It says 4% of his articles were human generated content. And he had two screenshots. The other screenshot said 34%. But either way, if you think you're outsmarting Google, or anything else with your chat GPT, you know what, I just have a feeling that probably humans can do better. Just a hunch. Just a hunch. Alright, <laughs> Amazon is inspiring a tiktok like shopping feed that sports both photos and videos. It's called inspire. And it's going to allow consumers to explore products and ideas and shop from content created by influencers. Good luck, I guess. Shep, you're a QVC person. Mm-hmm. What, what should we think about this?
0: This is QVC. I've told you the value of QVC is you trust those hosts. David Venable has been on the air for 29 years. He's a vitamin guy? He's looking be- better than ever. You trust him.
1: He's a candle guy?
0: Cheese? He He sells everything. He used to be a lot of food, but I think he's not selling as much food, and that's why. That's why what? He's just looking a little thinner. Oh.
1: Oh, he should sell supplements then. David? Yeah.
0: No, he wouldn't sell trash like that. He's selling quality, value, and convenience. Some of us take a B12, and it's not trash.
2: can't get animal proteins if you don't eat them. Supplements to you and Greg mean very different things.
0: Supplements to Greg means caffeine pills.
1: No, I don't take (laughs) (laughs) it. I've been taking taking
2: supplements since eighth grade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And finishing it out here from the one and only Glenn Gabe. He says Are you using Spotify? I started seeing chapters show up for podcasts. Like this example from Marketing a Clock. You can't navigate those chapters though, which is weird. <laughs> <How> <laughs> Maybe useful. functionality will launch soon, letting you hop around easily or share from that chapter like you can for time. Um, one note if you are looking at the example up on YouTube or Spotify, um, we do take what we put in those timestamps from YouTube and we copy it and paste it right over to Spotify. So we're trying to get sh- uh, like, the framework, let's say, for chapters, you can do that. Take it from YouTube, throw it on Spotify, and you'll get that going. That's all in organic, bud. What's happening in social?
2: Twitter tweeted the following from their gold, which I'm calling yellow, checkmark verified account. They said, we're relaunching at Twitter Blue on Monday. Subscribe on web for $8 a month or on iOS for $11 a month little sus, can't imagine why, to get access to subscriber-only features, including the blue checkmark. I added some things in there. That wasn't a verbatim tweet. They added into the thread, when you subscribe, you'll get edit tweet, 1080p video uploads, reader mode, and a blue checkmark, yada, yada, yada. They talk about all of the different labels and what the different colors of checkmarks mean and, and different things there. The one thing that they said as part of Twitter Blue coming soon was that you would see half the ads. It says see 50% fewer ads than non-verified people, which I just wonder if they're going to just double what non-verified folks are seeing or if they're actually going to cut that in half. I guess it remains to be seen. They did also um, expand on the different color check marks as well as some profile labels. They have a nice help article privacy and policy or rules and policies article if you will that defines things such as state affiliated media and government organizations political candidates automated accounts and professional categories if you're looking to add a label to your account so if that impacts you or if you're curious about what those different colors mean we'll have the link in our show notes you can check it out next up from engadget via the one and only salt j aka julie Baccini. Discord is expanding on its connections feature by providing a way for folks to verify their identity using accounts on other platforms. Starting this week, admins will be able to offer dedicated server roles to users who have authenticated profiles with accounts elsewhere. And the idea here is basically just to provide a stronger sense of trust using external signals, I guess. There's a whole slew of platforms that support this feature, including but not limited to Xbox, Steam, Reddit, TikTok, Twitter, Shopify, GitHub, paypal and ebay as well as crunchy roll which <laughs> for sounds years delicious. doesn't it like i don't know what it is and for years i've seen it out there and it, it really does it sounds like a cheesy
0: oh i was thinking like, like a cheesy crunchy, crunchy, crunchy tuna sushi roll ew
2: i heck- was thinking like jalapeno popper on top. gross either way Fun to say. From the Wall Street Journal, a couple of Instagram updates that we've kind of alluded to in the past, but a little more officially because it's a reputable source. The first one is called Notes, which you may have already seen at the top of your inbox. I know I have. It is rolling out officially to all users this week. Essentially, it's like a status update in 60 characters or less that can be shared with your close friends or with followers that follow you back. Again, that you just see it at the top of your DMs. It seems kind of silly, but I guess if you want people to know that you have um thoughts like why is tomorrow monday in tarot bang emoji face you can share those things with your closest friends because the rest of the world doesn't need to hear that just
0: if you do this i hate you
1: and unfollow also that (laughs) i feel like why is tomorrow monday because there's calendars
2: (laughs) anyway The second update is still a test, but it is a live test in South Africa. It is starting this week, called Candid Stories, very similar to Be Real. Essentially, users get a daily notification to snap and share two unfiltered photos using the front and back camera lenses. So, if we were to do it right now, you would see me being really enthusiastic and Greg not giving a <laughs> Next up,
1: it's just like you were doing IGTV. You were trying to make. You are trying Facebook Watch. You're trying to make horizontal video work like now all you're doing is going the opposite. It's prime time. For somebody to come in and try horizontal video and compete against, you. there's only one YouTube. If only a company could go out there and be like, you know what, we're gonna do horizontal video, but nobody's smart enough to do it, so I'm just gonna shut up. It's
2: almost like you curate the news every week and then look ahead in the notes, Greg. But I know you didn't know about this, so for the cheap seats, TikTok, who is a pioneer in their vertical, is going horizontal. Smart. Mm-hmm. Did they listen fun, to right? the show? Funny transition. Yeah. Uh, The platform is testing a new full-screen mode with select users globally, though. Um, And if you have access to the feature, you will have a full-screen button that appears. And, yeah, flip
0: your phone. Not going to work for me. I watch while brushing my teeth, and I won't have two hands. Sorry, this is so smart. You one hand to flip your phone.
1: So smart. You can take what is on your phone, and you can put it on TV, something everybody's got in their house. People don't want to watch freaking sitcoms anymore. Nobody wants to watch that. You can just pop open the TikTok app and see all that stuff. Perfect. They're going after YouTube. They're going to beat YouTube because YouTube's so stupid with everything they're doing.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Because the clock may be TikToking on the whole thing. Greg, I don't know. This remains to be seen. But FYI, from CNBC, lawmakers have unveiled a bipartisan bill aiming to ban TikTok in the US. Will it happen? We don't know. Are we really? What is the year?
0: Twenty twenty? It's I don't not going to happen. No, I don't there's know. no chance. I
1: know that like all the stocks went up when this like. Yeah. I think uh, Facebook was up six percent. Like Snapchat was up three percent or something.
2: I mean, it's, who who knows? Who cares? We will report more. They're not more, banning it. it. They're not. Well, and it's also not like everyone likes to pitch it at TikTok like it's some evil thing. But there's like China, Russia, several other foreign countries. Who knows? Read the article if you really care. We will let you know if anything actually happens.
1: Back to But good for you. Good for you for 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 zagging -zagging to the zip. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I yes, I will say the vertical on my TV, it is permeating my household on the YouTube. It's driving me insane.
1: There's somebody in the house that watched a vertical video. Insane. Is it somebody that's under the age of six? Yeah. Okay.
2: But like he doesn't like it.
1: Nobody likes like it. Like, it
2: shows up. You go to a channel that you subscribe to, and it's just there, and he gets excited by the thumbnail, and then it's A, short, TM, B, I have this huge TV for no reason. No reason. I'm with you. Anyway, back to Twitter. Jane mentioned Wong, at Wong M. Jane, on the Twitter machine. Back in August, she noted that Twitter was working on showing a tweet view count, and now she is tweeting that they are bringing the view count to the web app as well. And I just love it. She shared a screenshot of this in her watermark. Everybody just puts their handle. I think she used to do the same. Now she's using her photo. And I just love that. Get your face out there. It's cute.
1: Million dollar idea. Yeah. TV that rotates. They're
2: making those, right? right. Or they're yeah, at least like the on thing on your time. wall, like your wall mount.
1: You should do that.
2: But it needs to come with a remote. Like I don't want to have to get up every six seconds. Oh, no, no.
1: Remote. It it senses it. You have the TikTok app. It does that. It senses video and changes.
2: That would be really cool. Poke holes in that. Or somebody really do it because we're going to need it, unfortunately. All right. I I will not feed a fed horse, but everybody knows that Twitter is trying to relieve handles that have been held hostage essentially by inactivity. If it's true. If it's true. <laughs> yes. Uh, in one word. Anyway, Elon Musk tweeted twitter will soon start freeing the name space of 1.5 billion billion accounts emphasis on soon no one knows what that means we will repeat ourselves a million times look out for the handle that you lost out on but there is an important side by bar here because somebody in the replies put elon musk's face on a wrestler i don't know if that's stone cold steve austin or what but it's really scary worth looking at
1: that's brock lesnar
2: here's some truth we talked about it earlier this may be the most devastating featured image of 2022, not a Clocksker category, so I'm nominating it there. Twitter is shutting down the newsletter platform review. We already talked about this, but just in case you have been using it and you you should have been notified, but if you didn't read it, you have until January 18th, 2023 to retrieve your data before it all gets deleted. And the little bird emoji is just melting into a sad puddle, and I'm, I'm sorry for all you folks. <laughs> And that brings us to our real life segment straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good,
0: bad, or otherwise. Hardly working for me in Google ads, any kind of smart bidding strategy is taking a much longer time to learn. And while it's learning it just doesn't spend like i used to be able to just flip on maximize conversions and it would spend a lot and i'd learn a lot and then maybe switch on target cpa later not anymore it takes five days not spending at all it's very exhausting jess what about you
2: uh update from Data by Sarah. She crashed our show a couple weeks ago to talk about the API limits for GA four in Hooker Studio. Did my best Greg Finn there. Um buzz around the data department is that supermetrics and possibly some other connectors are a decent workaround to kind of thwart those limits and actually get what you need in your reports and query it more times than the four or whatever limit that she mentioned so so far so good cross your fingers if you do use a connector like supermetrics maybe use it even for ga4
1: all right for me i think it's fairly annoying that if you have an e-commerce client in google ads and there's a bunch of data if you try to set up a discovery campaign you can't use maximize conversion value you're set on maximize conversions you can't even do tcpa you can't do troas just to get started i think it's strange that you have to do maximize conversions especially knowing that socks might not be as valuable as something like sneakers so to me that is hardly working the fact that when you start out on discovery campaigns you have to use max conversions
2: And now for this week's
1: Cool Tool.
2: As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. This week's Cool Tool is a tutorial for you. Tutorial SEOs. (laughs) Shep rolled her eyes at me on that one. It was a struggle (laughs) this week, folks. From the one, the only, BFF of the show, Glenn Gabe. It is how to analyze the impact of continuous scroll in Google's desktop search results using Analytics Edge and the GSC API. He runs through how to bulk export data from GSC, Google Search Console, um, and compare that data to a previous time frame, filter by position in the SERPs, create a separate worksheet for each page, and then you can see the difference in clicks, impressions, CTR, and more based on Google rolling out that continuous scroll update in the desktop search results. This is pretty handy and super timely. Turn that around really fast. Love to see it. So as always, we will have the link in our newsletter as well as on Discord, community.marketingoclock.com. So pick your poison and check it out. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week, an article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show.
1: All right, this week's must-read marketing article of the week is actually a thread from Lily Ray, former guest on the show here, at Lily Ray NYC on Twitter. She says, some of my findings about the SEO landscape in 2022, a thread. 2022 saw a big shift towards largely affecting news and publisher sites, particularly product review content, has a huge thread of everything she saw in 2022. And a couple of things, one thing I guess that I thought was really interesting in the thread is that she says, Google Discover, while confusing, unpredictable, and hard to optimize for, will continue to be one of the biggest opportunities for publisher and other sites to sustain ad revenue. Appreciate it. Thank you, Lily. Check. Check it out.
0: And now onto our playlist of curated songs to work to. You can head over to playlist.marketingoclock.com to listen to Marketing a Playlist. Jess, Bud, what will you be adding this week? Think Twice by the absolutely underrated band Eve Six. Retweet. I'm continuing my season tickets at the theater journey. I saw uh, an excellent show <laughs> last night, Come From Away, with a friend, Mark Saltarelli. So oh, I will from be, the show. Yeah, we know him. Ever heard of him? I will be selecting Me in the Sky from the Come From Away, original Broadway cast recording, Greg.
1: All right. I'm going to go. It's not technically on Spotify, but I'm going to go with it. Great song live. Tom Petty, Learning to Fly, Live with Stevie Nicks. You can only find it on YouTube. Ooh. I'm going to put the live version that's on Spotify into the playlist. I heard it play live on the actual terrestrial radio, and I'm like, this song Rocks. So check that out.
0: All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: And we'll see you next week.
2: Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingoclock.com newsletter to receive every single article we cover. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join
1: That just cost?
0: Honestly, my sleeve was probably like 800 bucks. It wasn't That's that it? bad. Yeah, plus tip. Welcome to this week's Shooting the Heck Raptor, our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just
1: shoot the heck.
0: And Greg Finn has something for us
1: today. Yes, today we're going to be playing everybody's favorite game, but with a Christmas flair to it. Hmm. All right, we're going to be playing Travel Buddies, where you have to travel around the globe with somebody. There will be no music played during the traveling, but you have to choose like which <laughs> type of person you want to go on a across the globe excursion with. Okay, From
2: Santa's sleigh is that the?
1: Yes, yeah, so you're taking Santa's sleigh. Has
2: Tables ever played this?
1: Tables, you have to pick. You have to, as a team, choose the right answer. There's a right answer?
2: There's not a right There's answer. There's a wrong answer. The it. wrong answer. Incorrect. Whenever I have it down we come here. To I have it down here? No. Paper. He doesn't table. This he is doesn't.
1: analog tables. See the analog.
2: We can't Think see far. the sheet though.
1: Okay. Are you going to go on a trip around the globe? You're not going to hear any music on this trip.
2: You keep saying that.
1: Cuz you don't know how the game works.
2: Oh, I know how the game works.
1: Somebody's favorite holiday song is Here comes Santa Claus. Right Down Santa Claus Lane by Gene Autry. Or are you going to take a trip with somebody that likes Happy Holiday, the Holiday Season by Andy Williams?
0: I wish it was... Santa Claus Lane by Hillary Duff. Then this would be really a no-brainer. The
1: Again, don't know how the game
0: works. But no, that doesn't mean that I think I'm listening to music, but the only criteria I have is their p- favorite song. I'm going to discuss the song. It's Whoop-dee-doo and Dickery-Dock is the Andy Williams one, right? Yes. My Personally, I would pick the Andy Williams song. At least it's a classic. I agree. I He's, hate that line. The Santa Claus Lane, like, what are you even talking about? Is that a real place? Is it in Google Maps? What do you guys think? I'm with you, Sha. Cables, what
1: do you think? I'm going with happy holidays. Okay, is that your final answer?
2: Yeah, get bent. You're going to tell us it's wrong.
1: <laughs> no, no, I have the answer. That is actually my favorite song of the two, but the incorrect answer, because if you take this person on a trip, all they're going to be doing is talking in that dopey voice. They're going to be like, no, oh, it's not. The, oh, it's the traveling season. No, <laughs> they're going to be a deep, that stupid thing. They're going to be like, a dock, And they're just going to be cheesy... Lame the whole no, nope, nope. The right answer here circled here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane by Gene Autry. Okay, next up.
0: Nobody even knew who that artist was before today.
2: Gene Autry. I think I had to say it this morning because my son asked me who was singing Frosty the Snowman. Like to tell me.
1: You're gonna go on a trip across the globe. You're not gonna hear any Excuse music me. on the trip. <laughs> you choose somebody that their favorite holiday song is Christmas Tree Farm by Taylor <gasps> Swift. Or somebody that is "God Rest You Married Gentlemen" by Bare Naked Ladies. Oh,
0: those are two excellent songs.
2: I want to travel with Shep, and I know who she picks. So, Bare Naked Ladies and Sarah McLachlan,
0: right?
1: And Sarah McLachlan. Oh, that is
0: a really She's good song. She's nice lady. Christmas Tree Farm is so underrated. It doesn't get any respect. Never even heard of it. Oh, it's so. But good. Tables, I want to travel do you have any with Any thoughts you.
1: on this? Bare Naked Ladies, Sarah McLachlan.
2: Sarah McLachlan's love is better than ice cream. I think. Are we house divided? I don't
1: know. You no, got to tell you're me.
0: the final vote, obviously.
2: Oh, but I want to travel with you. <laughs> it's okay. you <laughs> all Taylor traveling Swift. together anyway. All right, then give me the very naked ladies.
1: Was it Taylor <laughs> As Swift? a rule. Who are you choosing final answer?
0: That's just a dumb song. God I want to go on Taylor the me. trip with Taylor Swift. She's not coming. She getting punched out of the Final answer.
2: <laughs> what do you think, Greg? Jess! I have the answer. I can't <laughs> answer it. I'm trying to get it out of you.
1: Who are you taking?
0: Uh, Ah, Bare naked ladies. (laughs) Why did you act like that was such a hard decision for you to make? Because (laughs) Because I I want to travel with you and I know that you're the
2: uh, Christmas Christmas tree farm lady.
1: I completely agree that God Rest You, Merry Gentlemen is the better song. I had Spotify Christmas songs. I put it on for the kids. I rarely skip a song hard skip Christmas tree farm
0: you didn't give it a chance I gave it a chance did you get to the bridge give trees a
1: chance I gave it to the chance and I jumped right off that bridge all right (laughs) terrible because bare naked ladies they want something with too many cooks in the kitchen there's too many people on that track there's two no there's the bare naked ladies with an S? How many? And then Sarah are there? McLaughlin. And probably all the puppies too. So she is probably bought the puppies.
2: Clothes? And they're not even bare naked ladies. They just wanted no, that on the marquee they're so they go could get gigs and, bring and people. Everybody would show else, up. Mm-hmm. and
1: everything you're gonna have to bring a million people along with them. No, no. The bare naked ladies incorrect. They have better taste, but everything you're gonna the groups are gonna be too big. They like too much too too much at once.
2: If I had a million dollars, I would not go on this trip. I'd spend it elsewhere. Okay.
1: <laughs> Little Saint Nick. No, by the Beach no, boys.
2: no, no, no! Favorite the song? I don't care. You don't
1: know Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys, or
2: don't
0: you pick that?
1: Little Drummer Boy by I Neil love, Diamond. Oh, I love you don't hate Boy. that song?
0: You he hate that song? He is such a nice kid.
1: The Little Drummer Boy by Neil Diamond or Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. The
0: Little Drummer Boy, like if everyone would just be more like him, the world would be a better place. I agree. Get out of here. Little yeah. Drummer Boy.
1: Little Drummer Boy is a classic. Okay.
2: We're wrong though, because Greg hates that song.
1: Go, Oh, you already answered. Yeah. Your final answer, Little Drummer Boy, Neil Diamond. Final answer. Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> you are incorrect. There's nobody that is a bigger Beach Boy hater than me, but if any one of you can sit through the song Little Drummer Boy by Neil Diamond, I will pay you, I will pay you money. There's no worst song ever. I don't know
0: if I know it. But I love the little drummer boy. You drum, know like, the little drummer boy. When yeah. we
1: had to do the worst five songs ever, one of mine was little drummer know. boy by Neil Diamond. I know. This person has no taste. They probably they might as well have Bruno 19. That's how little taste they have, alright? None. Okay? So it's gonna be a bad trip. Do you want any more of these or no? Yeah, yeah. Stop right. yelling at me! I can't. All right, thinking that one, Jess. you might have a little inside information on this. <clears throat> All right, mm-hmm. so Adam Sandler, the Hanukkah Ouch! song. Ouch! What? What? Nothing. It's a little background. You have yeah. some. You have more insight than other, other folks here. I was Bot or the Maccabees, Candlelight. <laughs> I
2: <laughs> never, never don't know heard Maccabees. that
1: one. It's a it's a Hanukkah song with that's that was very popular. It's a acapella.
2: I don't know if it was very popular. I feel like Adam Sandler rules Hanukkah and Thanksgiving.
1: Okay. Maccabees Candlelight, Adam Sandler, the Hanukkah song.
0: Maccabees is a really clever name. I know, but
2: as a Jewish kid growing up, the Hanukkah song made me feel seen. Like yeah, there so it's were like, so oh, many am I famous vote people. against you. Yeah. Thanks, Shab. I voted against you earlier, so I really appreciate the loyalty.
1: Table? So I used to actually jam out to the Hanukkah song on my iPod Nano back in the day. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Yes. The actual answer. Oh, sorry. Mac- Maccabees. So Maccabees Candlelight. Because. Because the only reason, honestly, the song is in the theme of Teo Cruz Dynamite, and Mark Saltrelli said that that's my entrance song, so that's why they won.
2: People really have had to listen to the show for a long time to understand anything that's happening right now.
1: I know, but that's the beauty of the show. Happy
2: holidays. All right, are we
1: done? You want one more?
2: One more. Just Let us just twist the knife a little more.
1: Okay. We're going to go old classic and new classic. Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you, or traveling with somebody whose favorite song is Ariana Grande, Santa Tell Me.
0: Okay, I don't make that. I am officially, it's taken 20 years, but am starting to get burnt out on All I Want for Christmas is you, but that Santa Tell Me song is stupid. You should have picked Mariah Carey's Jesus, Oh, What a Wonderful Child.
1: This is my game? I only have answers mm-hmm. for one.
2: I saw a meme about the Mariah Carey one, and she's like, I don't want a lot, but I want you and how it's mean uh-huh. to the person that's you. So I'm with Shep on this, one. but I don't hate the Ariana Grande. I don't... I, Christmas music is just joyful. I don't well, now
1: You're 0 for 4, so think it through. What do you we're going to be 0
0: for 5. Why don't you let Tables pick this one?
1: I mean, I'm going to go with anything other than the, Mar- the Mariah Carey song. I'm so sick of it. Your final answer is what?
0: In whatever, Tables. I guess... Ariana
1: Grande. Okay. I just wish you understood how this game was played. <laughs> oh Every God. time you pick the better song, that's not it. It's who you're it traveling with. It doesn't matter yeah, what you pick. Was, the Ariana <laughs> Grande song, Santa Tell Me, might be the best Christmas song ever made. I've come around on it. Shout out Hope. Have you heard Corey it's, Taylor's Christmas song? Yeah. My ears are still recovering. Give me an ear infection. Farm. Yeah. It's the only song I've ever turned off. On. Um, but the reason is, you know what you're getting when you travel with the person likes Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas Is You. You can just go out there. They like the hits. They like the hits. You know what you're doing? You'd be like, let's go to the most popular thing. They're not going to give you a pushback. They're not going to be like, oh, there's a newer, better thing out here. They're going to be like, oh, cool. Let's go there. Oh, we're going to eat in Buffalo. Let's go to Anchor Bar. Let's go to Chef's. They're going to know exactly what they're looking for. Shots fired at shots.
2: Local Mm. shots fired.
1: Ouch. You can play the hits for them, and they're going to like it. That's why. It's going to be a much easier trip. And that's it. You are 0 for 5, unfortunately. Thank you for playing.
0: I think we learned that none of us want to travel with Greg anytime soon, and we'll see you next week.